I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? ask a new ethical question ranging from historical decisions to relationship dilemmas to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be challenging to discuss, but they're always fun because they force you to look deep, deep, deep inside yourself. Will Will you you like like what you see? (laughs) (laughs) Caught you off guard there, didn't I? You got me good. I love, see, it's fun to mix it up. (laughs) Maria is like, does not want the intro to be mixed up at all. Oh, I think it's a brand. (laughs) <laughs> define brand uh it's just something that uh is constant <laughs> no i don't think so <laughs> well today we have such a special guest i you guys aren't going to be able to believe it unless you already read the description or title of the podcast which but, i hope you didn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> sit down are you sitting down we'll wait go ahead okay it's Steve Agee. I'm glad you guys are off book now for your intro. We are. Oh, well, she is. I'm not. Yeah, Maria. Yeah, you still were looking excited. a little bit on your laptop. Yeah, mine's very long. I don't think it's that long, girl. I think you could. You probably have it memorized. I don't think I do. Uh, welcome to the big ones. Each week we discuss uh, brain busting. But no, but that's afterwards. From brain. from relationship dilemmas to brain busting moral questions. That's Choices? the last p- part. But I don't know what the beginning part is. <laughs> wow. Well, you ruined the podcast. <laughs> Should we stop? No. no. Well, I think we have. Um, this is the second episode of season two of the big ones. Um, mm. And we checked in a little bit about our New Year's. Um, we did wanted to do um, wanted to do a little uh, update about the robe, the silk robe situation. Mm. Because uh, Steve had asked us about it when he came yeah. in. He said, did you get your he silk robe? Because I'm he a listener. He was itching, itching for the answer. He couldn't contain himself. And so the update is, I don't know if you follow us on Twitter, because there was a photo posted, but I was delighted Christmas morn to open a package <laughs> um, from Santa that was a beautiful ankle-length boot-cut satin robe. Wait, Santa gave you that? Well, because that's weird. Yeah. Why? Because... I don't think Santa, another think man should be giving probably, you. Yeah, I think that's like a. Well, it's not. It's not like sexual, isn't it? I it's don't know. You had to see me in it. That's. Uh... Yeah, but I had to amend because after we recorded last time um, in 2017, our second to last episode, I believe, <laughs> um, I I looked up silk robes and realized they're prohibitively expensive, like in the thousands, some of them. Uh, and so this is a satin robe, which is what I meant. Is it caterpillars? Do caterpillars... Why did I? Why do I think that caterpillars make I silk? Think they, silkworms. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what satin is, but I think it's made in a lab. It's a textile. Mm. I recently found out what textiles are. <laughs> Really? So they're like types of cloth. Yeah, it's like it's fabric. A, yeah, it's anything. Yeah. Why don't it's, they it's just call them? you can touch. Fabric? Yes, it's textured Textiles. stuff. Like I work in the textile industry. You do? Well, I could. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what kind of textile? It could mean I sell clothes. It could mean I manufacture clothes. If you said I work in the textile industry and you were just working at a gap, I don't think that would be... It wouldn't be right. No. You work in the clothing industry. Yeah, I've never retail. Yeah. I've never retail. Worked retail. Yeah, yeah. I work in retail. Retail me not. You ever go to that website? Retail me not. No. All different coupons. Oh, for what? For anything. Textiles. <laughs> for anything. For any. If you're like on now, there's that honey. You 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 guys have uh, signed up with the honey thing, right? 
Oh, okay. the coupons? Yeah. Uh, I, no. I don't know how to work that because I don't I have know. like um, a desktop, really. I don't a desktop. Well, what are you sitting at okay. right now? I know. This is a desktop. <laughs> a desktop. This is my husband's desktop. Uh, no, you can use your laptop. I know. What's his is mine also. But it's basically you download this thing, honey, and it and it... In it, you're at your checkout for wherever store you shop at online, even Amazon. Yeah. And it will let you know if you have the best price out of all the websites. Oh. And it'll also give you any discount code. It will implement it into the promotion code. So can that, you use it on your phone? Uh, I, I don't know if you can or not. So I'm where sure. do you use it on an iPad? Um, my or laptop. Or desktop. My laptop, my desktop. <laughs> Um, yeah, anywhere, but oh. even on Amazon, it will go, it, it will tell you that you've gotten the best price. It will also say like, this was cheaper like four weeks ago, or it will say like, like it will just give you a breakdown. We're having a sale in a week, maybe. Yeah, wait. I don't know if, <laughs> wait. I should have yeah. used honey to, when I bought my bidet online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were just talking about bidets. Are bidets, um, <laughs> is that your little dilemma? <laughs> oh yeah. We like, so in case you're. Not anymore. Now you you made the right call. I made the right call. So, now, what is it about the bidet that you love so much? How graphic <laughs> are you allowed to get on this? I don't. I won't get graphic. No, but well, let's I'm, just do a trigger warning. Okay, trigger warning. This for won't anyone. be graphic. Okay, okay. Trigger warning. This won't. I don't be think. <laughs> I don't. I'm 48 I don't now. Think. I'm 48, so I get more problems in certain areas. That's fine. The older I get, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> And <laughs> and so I I was like sometimes toilet paper isn't enough That's and and expensive yeah and I bought this bidet and I installed it yesterday I've only had it two days installed it yourself installed it myself was it easy to install very easy to install it's by a company called Smart Bidet all right well unless they want to give us money we can't we'll bleep out their you can name bleep out Smart Bidet blank if you're, bidet that would be nice if we were. Uh, sponsored by Smart Bidet. Yeah. Oh, it is so good. It's like a heated toilet. It's not a whole bidet. It's the toilet seat. The toilet seat is heated. The water is heated. Oh, you can change the temp- toilet seat. It's just a toilet seat. Wow. And, and it, so does the bidet, it comes out like a little dog's wiener. Yes. And it's a little pencil. It's not pink, though. so gross. She put her hands together like she was praying sideways. And then the bottom yeah, hand. She did the opposite of, get, of slipping herself some yeah, skin. She, she did went the back. underhand came out ever so slightly. It was so sick. <laughs> this is why I can't get a dog. Why? Because of those little dickies. You, you get, get a, a girl, girl dog. dog. Okay, okay, sure. And they don't have balls either. That's great. <laughs> win, win. No, they don't. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so, it's a little yeah. wand. I would call it a wand okay, that sure. comes and out. And it, it comes out like a dolphin's penis where it can... Does it curl around or it just Careful, comes... No, it just comes out and it's angled pieces. down so it shoots straight up at the sweet spots. And uh, But doesn't that touch your behind? Girl, what do you think a bidet does? Right, but does the water touch your behind or does the 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 actual... It is a straight, tiny stream with bullet-like precision that goes right on the starfish. But the actual plastic or whatever no, it is that does, does not, not touch hit you. Your... No, no, it's like... But does the backsplash hit that thing? Probably, but it's self-cleaning. When it goes back in, water sprays all over it and cleans it off. And what does it and matter it if a... that thing gets dirty? That's the th- it's in the toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And you I... also wipe. You still wipe before I you know. use it's it. Just... You just don't have to use the crazy amount of toilet paper that it takes sometimes. <laughs> I'm talking. I go through a roll if of you toilet don't, paper a day. If you don't <laughs> eat enough fiber, you can have that thing where it's like a. I forget what show it was where a guy described it as a sharpie pin poking out of your oh. butt. Where it's just continually, no matter how much you wipe, it's just oh, there's always terrible. something on it. Coming off of the holidays, where you're oh. eating a lot of carbs, a lot of pastas, you know, oh. you're not eating a lot of salad. You need fiber. You need it. it can be a real problem. But I, I got this fiber cereal at Albertsons, and it's the grossest thing I've ever tasted. I would not do a fiber supplement. I, I know no, it's a cereal. Okay, but that's to me that's the same. There's some someone's putting secret <laughs> fiber hidden inside of a Cheerio, like. Ooh. A I just Cheerio. just give me a bowl of spinach. That's great. Ugh. That's fiber. Yeah, leafy greens are great source of fiber. Vegetables. I made cream spinach last night. Is that a fiber? Well, and a lot of dairy. So I think you're kind of evening out. Mm. Cream spinach. You don't like cream spinach? 
I like cold spinach that's leafy, not like cooked. Damned. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of cooked. It's a texture veggies. thing for me. Yeah. Well, I can't. If you give me a cooked carrot, I'll throw it in your face. <laughs> okay. I'll, although one time I can't even. One time I made really good cooked carrots. They were almost like candy. Okay, that's I oh, get yeah, that, like but the caramelized. That's, yeah, they were oh, black. They turned good. black somehow. Sure, but I'm still. It still has that little carrot taste to it. But just like a boiled carrot, I it is the growth that and those mini corns. Will make me oh gag. yeah the mini corns little, little corns I don't mind the mini corns what are they are they they've I don't know yeah that stuff does not grow on a cob no well I mean I guess it is it's it doesn't grow I don't on a know stock. what it is I think it's another kind of vegetable that they're just calling mini corns I think you might be right about that mm-hmm. it's like cinnamon is not real cinnamon the cinnamon that we all know and love is not cinnamon what what are you do- <laughs> What is? What it's is something it? else. What it's chemical? Okay, you may have to talk to someone else about this. Well, what do you mean? I don't have all the answers. Okay. Okay, but cinnamon, like cinnamon sticks, that's not cinnamon. That mm, I don't know. You mean like powdered cinnamon yeah, that you buy? That's cinnamon sugar. No, girl, it's not cinnamon. Okay, someone's gonna write in. Okay, we're not gonna Google it. Just someone write in. Who knows? All right. Cinnamon. Well, Steve, we'd like to I be... I dated a girl named Cinnamon. Did you really? <laughs> oh, my God. I had a girlfriend named Cinnamon. Stallion of the Cimarron? What? She was from Alaska. Movie? She was from Alaska, and her family was, I believe, kind of hippies or something. Like, it was her real name, Cinnamon. Cinnamon. She was awesome. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Did you call her Cinny or Moni or... Mm, mm. I called her Sue. <laughs> Cinnamon Sue. Cinnamon Sue. Oh, that's a good cartoon. Cinnamon Stew. Ooh. Ooh. You can put a little um, cinnamon in a cocoa bean with some cocoa powder. Wow. Cocoa bean. I've never made one, but I didn't. Isn't it called Cocoa Van? I thought oh, what I maybe. thought. Oh, maybe. Sorry. I've, I've never said it out loud. <laughs> I just I got an email about it. From bonapetit.com. Um, so we'd like to begin the episodes with if you have a personal big one, where a uh, personal little uh, quandary mm-hmm. in your life. Do you have anything? And if not, that's okay. We can. We I can, do. Oh. <laughs> uh, I seeing as how this is the new year, and are we allowed to say what day this is? This yeah. is the second of January. Is it really? Yeah. It? Oh God! Wow. Yeah, that's brand new. That's so brand new. Wow. I know. I, I'm struggling with, do I bother making a New Year's resolution? Because mm-hmm. they're famously never followed through on, and it's always the same things. Do I you know, lose weight, yeah. make more money, do this or that? Yeah. And, um, do you typically make one? I didn't make one last year. And, and how'd you do? Feel, and I... <laughs> you didn't do anything. I got it right. I, yeah. I succeeded. No, I, I struggle with whether to make a resolution or not because I'm like, what kind of person am I? Am I the type of person that needs something like that? Will I follow through? Um, I almost have, I don't think I've ever made one and followed through with it. No, I, I have a I have a problem following the crowd. I'm very, uh, what do you call it? when Contrarian. You, I'm a contrarian. And so when everyone's going, it's the new year and we're all going to go to the gym and we're all going to eat better and everything. I, in my body, uh, have a reaction to that that's like, no, no. And so I need mm-hmm. a little time for like those people to kind of peter out where like now. Nah. Yeah, you don't want to go to a gym in January. No. It's no. ridiculous. And like I've even thought of like, oh, should we do dry January this year? Because like we... I love to drink. We drank a lot during the holidays, but no, you know, no one's going overboard. Right. It's not like college, even though I barely drank in college because I, I wanted to. I just didn't have the opportunity. Mm. Um, <laughs> but you always have the opportunity to drink. It's always there. It, it, there were very many parties that we were invited, invited to. to. But I'm just like, oh, I hate being someone who does stuff like yeah. that. Even though I'm like, it could be fun just to see if I'm able to not drink for a month. But already I'm like, if I want a glass of wine with dinner, why not? Right. But maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. But why? It's like you don't have a problem. Sometimes it's fun to toy with that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Those dangerous things. Yeah. Yeah. But this year what I did do is make um, a list of 18 things I want to do in 2018. Oh, because it's 2018. Yeah. Good thing thing it's not 2055. Oh, actually, you know, I I don't have my notebook with me. Or 2018 things things I want to do. do. (laughs) Breathe. (laughs) <laughs> but they're like they're not like lose weight or anything it's all just like um well um use my new teapot um have a couple have use friends your over. new teapot you set the bar so low <laughs> yeah 
it's like have friends over to play cards. Um, okay. Oh, uh, one is brush the cat twice a week. <laughs> so these are weird. <laughs> these are weird. But so, Steve, what would your resolution be? Uh, I'll, it, every year, it, I mean, with the exception, oddly, the exception last year, I didn't make a resolution, and I just lost. I lost thirty pounds last mm-hmm. year. Oh. I just started going. I was dating someone last year, and she. It was a long distance relationship. She lived in Ohio, and she came out in the winter because it was much warmer here, obviously. And she was just like, "Oh my god, this weather's so great! We got to go hiking. Let's go to Griffith Park." And, yeah. And so I just I did it to humor her at first. I was like, yeah. "All right, I, I don't oh, want to lose cute. my girlfriend." Yeah, she wants to walk. Yeah. <laughs> and then. After like a week, it was getting easier and easier. And then she flew back to Ohio and I just kept hiking every day. And I also just started, I live in Beechwood Canyon. I started just, I would walk down to like the 101 cafe or I, I was walking to auditions. Wow. wow. Um, and I just lost 30 pounds and I made no resolution to do that. It just happened. And in the past, I've, it's usually my resolution is this is the year I lose weight. And um, I developed a heart palpitation last year and immediately stopped walking about halfway through the year. So I think I've gained the 30 back. Is that because was... you were scared of the heart palpitation? Yeah, because it would yeah. only happen. It would only happen when I walked. Oh. I did EKGs and everything seemed fine. And then they were like, we want to do a stress test where they inject a dye into your vein and they track it through your heart. And, you know, you walk on a treadmill but the clinic that I go to, which is one of the better ones in LA, like the doctor can only do it on a Wednesday. Oh. They don't do it any other time. And for like months, either I would have to reschedule because I would book work or he had to reschedule. Because he so would it, book work. Yeah. And <laughs> then yeah, he would book a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then it would clear up and. I wouldn't have heart palpitations for like a month or something. And I'd be like, eh, I'm not going to go in. And then they'd start again. And it was just ridiculous. So maybe my resolution should be to get a stress test. That's a good one. And that's very doable. And you could even like do that next week. And then you're, you don't have to do anything for the rest of the year. Yeah. (laughs) I think what, what's important for me to do is to start, um, start something, start habits because like I'm, yeah. I'm a very habitual person where if I do something for like a week, two weeks, it's like it becomes my routine. Like even if I don't want it to be like, mm-hmm. like I was going like when we were writing, a man and I, uh, if anyone follows us on Instagram, uh, our corkboard um, saga during that period of time, every morning I was going out and getting a coffee and a croissant every single morning I have that. because I have, it was like I started years. and I I would wake up and I'd be like it's something to do it's getting out it's doing this thing and I feel yeah. like and so just having finding positive things to do like that um are going to be helpful for me in the new year so not yeah. necessarily like resolutions but it's like I want to be doing things that become a habit that's nice to have a little routine in your mm-hmm. life. I think is so nice, and it's so much easier um, for me to like add things in instead of trying to like neglect, like yeah. take things away. Like say, oh, I don't want to, um, I don't know, bite my nails anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I want to eat more spinach. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? She's it's like, got nails made of spinach. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't ever tell myself stop a behavior. Oh, no, because if you do that, you're, you, the other Amanda in you goes like, I will do that exactly. Don't tell yeah. me yeah. what to do, <laughs> self. Like, like if I'm like, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm not going to eat cheeseburgers, but I can say... I will eat salads. <laughs> and then if I eat a salad and then I want a cheeseburger, that's fine. But probably I'll be full from the yeah, salad. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's good. That's a yeah. good mindset to have. Yeah, I think, I, and I know this might be crazy talk, but I do feel 
that because 2017, not just globally, but personally, was such a stressful year yes. in that mm-hmm. not it was like slow. It was a lot of waiting around. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of contemplation. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of things in the works that Amanda and I have been working on and stuff. I feel like 2018 is going to be a good year. And I, I think that yeah. might just be me being like, oh, I'm just being, you know, New Year's slap happy but then again what's the problem (laughs) then again what's the problem with that um yeah i i feel like a switch flipped in my head last year like things it was a tough year um globally and personally although there was a lot of highs and lows like a lot of good things happened too um yeah you got married i got married Mm -hmm. yeah which was wonderful we had a great honeymoon but it was like up and down and i feel i am entering 2018 like a wild woman yeah me too i feel like i don't care anymore i don't care what people think um i am i feel wild (laughs) (laughs) you have a crazy look in your eye i I feel uncontrollable but what does that mean to you just being wild Uh, i just gonna do what i want to do oh but then (laughs) if you want to Chew tobacco. You're yeah, gonna chew yeah. Some just tobacco. no fear. No I just fear. like don't care anymore. I'm gonna get you a T-shirt that says "No fear." Really? Do they yeah, just ha- ask do Derek they Waters? Those? He's got like a thousand of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's just my like I'm coming off all the indulging I did yeah. in, over Christmas, and I just feel wild. Even having that break of like no one in this town <laughs> works for like three weeks in December, and you get to this point where you're like. When everyone gets back to their office, I'm going to come in there like a tornado. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> and God. I'm yeah. going to bring them. And then, you know. I'm also a little angry. Like, mm-hmm. I'm finding yeah. myself seeing things that people post. Uh, and I'm feeling. Like jealous? Not jealous. Angry. Um it's not I, I and i try to check in with myself and i'm thinking am i having a bad reaction to this because i'm jealous or do i think this person's behaving incorrectly and it's making me angry <laughs> like what are they posting like just, bum fights or something oh no just people's self-congratulatory lists oh, of all the yeah, great yeah, things yeah. that happened to them in 2018 or just like people bragging on social media and i think it's because i went off of social media um like 75 percent went off like i deleted the apps so I was I check I just it did that, yeah. check it sometimes and then when I would go back to check it it's like I wasn't so conditioned to be used to this and it was really like like everyone okay so the twilight episode where everyone looks like they have a pig nose the twilight zone episode Mm -hmm. it was like everyone on social media had a pig nose and i was seeing it for the first time and i was like wow do i have a pig nose sometimes and i think i do and i do because and i know that i do and i do it out of anger all because everyone will post their beautiful lives they're these beautiful lives that all be somewhere or do something and i'll be like i'm gonna show someone that i'm having a good time so they'll think that my my life is great just like i have to think their life is yeah, that's great what in, that's what it's for and and i but i'm aware of it and i'm not happy with it but that's where i'm at i just deleted all the apps like a few days ago like yeah. all of them except for instagram i do love instagram but i the stories have almost ruined it for me i think i need to unfollow people who do stories you can mute Stories. Oh, you can. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because I, I started following some of these social media, um, like that's their job, influencers or whatever. Um, I liked them at first and Ugh, then I really, I turned a corner real bad. Well, everyone's that traveling. Word. That's what makes me mad yeah. is when everyone's traveling. Because I could take videos of myself. Maybe I should do that. Start an account where I'm showing myself living the best life ever. Start an account called Maria's Perfect Life. Yes, Ooh, and it's just me. post awesome photos and stories. Yeah, and I'm just doing great, like all like outside oh of a, outside of like a cool restaurant and like all these things where people would go like, "Wow, she's awesome," but jokes on me because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing none of it. It's just a ruse. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of fun. But it also feels a little like vicious and counterproductive. For who though? You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a self sabotage. You should kind do of. it. Yeah, I it's, it's fun. It. It's a funny social experiment, I do think. But yeah, I just don't like it's like I don't like having access to so many people. Like, yeah. like I don't want. Um, 
I don't want someone to look at my Instagram and be like, oh, Amanda's looking good. Look, she looks really happy. I want someone to bump into me at the grocery store and then go tell their husband, hey, I bumped into Amanda Lund at the grocery store. And she's looking really good. She's don't like, get any ideas. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's more real. Although, probably that wouldn't happen because at the grocery store, I'm like, look like an insane lady. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's what I need to put more effort into what I look like when I leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's you should. <laughs> Those silk robe, boot cut robes. <laughs> or... um, well, should we get to the big one? Yeah, but this is, I could talk about this all oh, day, so seriously. People's Me social too. media presences are like, it's, I, I go back and forth so much. And this is a dilemma I've personally been dealing with of like, should I get off social media? There's yeah. some things I really love about it. Um, especially Instagram and posting photos and connecting with people. But and, is it all self-satisfying? Is it all for your own satisfaction to I post know. photos I of know, things you're doing. My What's Twitter feed when I sign on, and this is what made me delete the app the other day, was I was scrolling and I didn't see one humorous or nice thing. It was all, it's so it's so political now yeah. and it's mostly yeah. just hate speech and, you know, even yeah. if it's directed at the president and, you know, who I am not a fan of and agree with these things people are saying, it's still negative yeah. tweets. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. I don't need to see this. And it's all people feeding off each other. They're negative. People love being able to, like, get in a group and be like, yeah, we hate this. We And it's like, just like, I get it, but chill out. Like, honestly, like you're creating this tension between everyone. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's it's been a hard year for social media and me. <laughs> social media. Me. Social media. Me- yeah, me- Do you yeah. feel good for this year, Steve? I have high hopes, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be uh, good. I think, Gooder. I think <laughs> after the storm yeah. is, you know, 2017 may have been, you know, uh, a time of stormy weather, but 2018 is going to be us floating on the clouds, looking down at our old selves and going we're dead and in heaven (laughs) we're in the clouds playing harps (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just feel like we're all we've all lost it a little bit and now we're all like maybe gonna get it back yeah no we're regrouping regrouping but i just feel everyone's wild like how i feel i don't know if everyone (laughs) is i don't know because if you think everyone's wild then then it's no good annie oakley you have to just do i feel wild to you um yeah, I yeah, I feel a uh, a uh, sort a uh, sense of like uh, direction. Like you have you have somewhere in mind that you want to go, and you're, you're ready to take on. I'm the action. quivering. Oh no, <laughs> that's that usually means scared. Like oh, uh, not if I'm. Uh, uh, <laughs> I am scared. <laughs> you're electrified. Yeah, she's. I, I feel. Oh, I I hope I'm not having a manic episode. Well, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe you're bipolar. I might be. It might just. I think it got triggered by that social media post I saw this morning that set me off. There's nothing wrong (laughs) with being manic once in a while, as long as you're manic internally and you don't outwardly make other people the victims of your own manic behavior. No, 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 (laughs) no. Anyway, okay, I'm I'm okay. Let's just get to the big one. Ooh, I'm excited about this. This is our first big one we've ever done from a listener no, suggestion. No, it's the second one. We did the oh. goop was a listener suggestion. Oh, okay, so this is our I second one. I like that one. one. The goop? That was yeah. a really Fall fun Fall into one. the goop. I would do that. You would? You'd goop it? Uh, maybe. I it's like the... Ma- I mean, that was like a mix between like Matrix and Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Um, the office that you go to to get in the goop was like Eternal Sunshine. With Rick, oh with yes, Ricardo right. and Tina. But they, I mean, you know, Elon Musk has said we could be living in a simulation right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, which if we are, what's the difference between doing one now? It's like an inception going inside of a simulation. You got to love the simulation you're in. Wow, what if we're all in separate simulations? <laughs> Okay, listen, if we need to rehash this, we need to go back and listen to the Goop episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not sponsored by Gwyneth Paltrow. That's what I thought when I first read it. I, I was know. like, is this a Gwyneth Paltrow? No, I wish. I wish she'd sponsor us. Uh, we don't want those vagina stones or whatever. I, I t- I'll take anything for free. Fair. <laughs> a punch in the face? 
Honestly, if it's done, yeah, if it's knuckle sandwich, if it's done with, you know, loving your heart, charging other people for it, she'll take it. Sure. Okay, here's a big one for you. A house is on fire and it's burning fast. You must act. Inside the house is a 70-year-old lady in a coma. She has been in the coma for over a year, and it is uncertain if she will ever awaken. Also inside the house is a three-year-old chimpanzee who knows over 100 words in sign language. (laughs) (laughs) You can only say one. They're both dying. I don't want to touch a monkey. I have a fear of chimpanzees. Who do you? Three years old is big in chimpanzee years, too. That's like a full-size chimpanzee, and it will rip your nuts off. Who do Their you self-defense is to rip your nuts out and gouge your eyes out and chew your hands off. No, that's more gorilla. Okay, no, that's is, chimpanzees. That was from Nathan. Ugh, Nathan, what the hell is wrong with you? So... A, a seven-year-old woman in a coma and a three-year-old chimpanzee. They're both in the house. Now, you have to save one. You can't say, save mm-hmm. n- neither. Yeah. Right. Off the bat, what are our instincts? The woman has in, been in a coma for a year. Uh-huh. And it's So un- someone literally standing outside this <laughs> house telling me what's going on. Okay. There's <laughs> a woman in there. She's been in a coma for a year and a monkey that knows a hundred words. Steve, I, the worst part is I think you rent a room in the house. Yeah, so you, you do. live you there with her in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Whose monkey is it? The ladies? Is no. he your caretaker? No, there's another caretaker. <laughs> there's a caretaker who left the stove on when he went to the store. What a dick. And he's so he's gone and you were left and you were just taking a nap and you woke up and you smelled smoke. And uh, So I'm aware of what's in that house. Oh yes. No one had to tell me. <laughs> right. I know the horror yeah. the David Lynchian it's scenario. A house of horrors, honest to God, without the fire. It's gross in there. Yeah. And the lady may never wake up. We don't know. Yeah, we don't she know. might. Don't know. If she's been in it a year, she's probably not coming. It's not like awakenings or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And the monkey you said, what the chimp knows a hundred words or languages? Words. No, no. no. <laughs> Are there a hundred languages? I don't know. Um, no, no. It's a um, yeah. The chimp knows um, over a hundred words in sign language. <laughs> Big deal. And you know, chimps are like five year five year olds. Yeah. Or so. I don't really know, but... I'd save the lady. you save the lady? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Fudge. Yeah. Why? I, honestly, I don't want to touch a monkey. Um, and this is never... just your own issue. You've had this a while. Well, or... I'm afraid of them. I think they will chew my hands off. Ask him the other part of the question, though, because there's the, sep- the second part. Oh, what's the second Well, one? this is... Um, if what um, if if you same scenario but replace the lady in the coma with a conscious and relatively healthy one hundred year old? <laughs> no, the and a puppy. Oh yeah, what if the chimps? So a what puppy? if okay? What if it's a seventy year old in the coma and a puppy? Ooh, that's tougher. That that is actually possibly tougher. be tougher. A a pu- a I chimpanzee, mean- a three year old. That is like a a peak health. Chimpanzee. It would hold that, on to you. It would love you. It, it's crying. It's saying, "Save me!" Daddy, in its save language, me. in yeah. its sign language. It's saying, oh, oh, it would oh, oh. should be able to figure out how to get out of a no, house. It's in a cage. Oh, it's in a cage. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I just unlock the cage and no, grab the lady? No. I would still probably save the lady. And the what about the puppy? A a puppy. <sighs> what kind of puppy? <laughs> What kind do you want? What kind do I want? I want it to be a horrifying puppy no, that I could a, leave No, it's a little easily. golden retriever puppy that you've kind of bonded with in a way as you're yeah. boarding at the house. Still probably the lady. Okay, but in this moment, so you think that Steve in this moment of chaos would go lady, first thought? I mean... Ideally, if this was a real situation, I would be able to get both of them. I'm no, fairly you can't. You can't. No, go. but I'm saying in it's real life, it's a large life, house. It's a very large house. They're at opposite ends, in yeah. separate wings, and the the exit is closed. Oh, this is like them. the scene in uh, the Dark Knight where yeah. Rachel Doss is in one oh. mm-hmm. place tied up, and Harvey Dent is in the mm-hmm. other. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. You can't get both. 
You can't. Well, we'll both. come back to Steve. You think about it, Maria. What yeah. would you do? With the woman in the coma and the chimpanzee. <laughs> chimpanzee. <laughs> I, my instinct would be to save the woman, but I also think if I'm looking at uh, a woman that's not moving or reacting to the fire at hand and then a chimpanzee that is reacting to the fire, that I would go to the thing that's reacting to the fire and is... Uh, affected by it so i would take the chimpanzee i I know it's so hard because you know people's instincts are usually to save animals like a lot of times um people oh my god am i a sociopath no you're not no (laughs) no because you want to save the revelation no i think it's probably it just depends on your beliefs like do you believe a human life is worth more than an animal's life like yes you probably do right i mean we eat animals we're not eating humans yeah but we we eat eat a certain kind of animal for the most part we don't eat you know we don't eat chimps we don't eat gorillas pigs are really smart though yeah i know um but they're delicious too i bet a monkey's not that good in apocalypse now they use the the puppy in that to show all these people are dying throughout the whole movie and then a, uh, the puppy gets killed and f- you realize that you go oh my god when the puppy dies in the movie and you go well why didn't I feel that way as all these other people are getting blown to pieces yeah. it is a thing where like you see something it is a helplessness but then again the woman in the coma is helpless. she's helpless I know I would I, I think you're you really hit on something Maria with the monkey panicking and reacting um, to the fire, it would be really hard not to. Yeah, jumping up and down in its cage, but without banging its yeah, chest, just... <laughs> throwing its shit at you. My instinct is to save the <laughs> monkey. That's my instinct. However, I, I, I could, but yeah, and you have to take make the decision in a split second. I would save the old lady, and I would lie to everyone and say I couldn't find the key to the cage. So do you? <laughs> Do you think that you're you're conceding this, Steve, that the correct, the morally correct thing to do? I don't think there is a correct choice. Wow. You don't think so? No. You Your personal choice is that you just don't want to deal with a chimpanzee. Kind of. But I mean, it's... It's a friendly monkey, though. It's your roommate. It's not a monkey. <laughs> Are chimpanzees monkeys? No. They're not? They're, They're primates. primates. Oh. So forget that guy. <laughs> Wait, monkeys aren't primates, right? I honestly gorillas and chimpanzees and orangutans. Mm. They don't have tails. I don't know what I'm talking about. Your time monkey business. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So, yeah, it's really, it's difficult. If you were in a coma, would you want to be kept alive? No. That's the thing. It's like... If someone's not aware they're dying, then what's the harm in them? But dying? they also have a family, you know. You don't- Where's their family if this is a mansion? And then and no one else is here except that caretaker. Yeah, why isn't she in a hospital in a coma? <laughs> would you, if you were the woman in the coma, would you want someone to save the monkey or save you? I'd want someone to save the chimpanzee. Yeah, probably the monkey. Because you'd want to die if you were in the coma. No, it's just what I don't know can't kill me. I mean, I'm all, I mean, not, I, I don't know what it's like to be in a coma, honestly. And I've, I have heard that people can hear things while they're in comas and, and. No, you should have Emily Gordon on. Yeah. Oh, Didn't right. she on your podcast talk about how when she was in the coma, she, she could heard? hear things, yeah. <gasps> how so, long was she in her coma? Like eight days, I think. Oh, see, eight days is different than a year, though. Yeah. Right. We should ask her what she thinks. But... I mean, a year, your muscles have probably atrophied. You yeah. will. Yeah, I don't think you're coming out of it after a year. That's true. And most likely you would have had a plug pulled on you, which I would want. I wouldn't want to be in a coma for a year. I don't think I'd like it very much. Is it like the cell when you're in a coma? <laughs> That's like my biggest fear of like go, being in it's the a cell. It's a whole nightmare world. Oh. Is that the um, Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. movie? Oh, yeah. That really freaked me out when I saw that movie. 
Ugh. And also, remember that J-Lo, J-Lo movie, Enough, the self-defense I don't think movie? I saw that one. Mm-hmm. She had a string of real hits. What about the puppy? Would you... I would not save a puppy. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Because that puppy... It's had a happy life. Yes, it's just a little puppy. But to me, like a smart chimpanzee, I don't know. There's a difference between a puppy and a chimpanzee. What are the words that the chimpanzee knows? I think it knows feed me. (laughs) It knows more. Save me. I want more. Save me. Help. I love you. I love you. Ooh, that'd be a tough yeah. one. It knows if where it's signing. I, I, yeah. love, I, I love, love you. Y- you save me. I love you. Save, save me. me. But that seems that's manipulative. Yeah, that seems like a manipulation. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Save me. It and then knows. you open the cage and it rips your balls off <laughs> <laughs> and runs off into the night. <laughs> what about find bananas? What about a ch- uh, uh, eight year old child that's in a coma? <laughs> oh, girl, just hold on. An eight-year-old child that's in a coma and they've been in a coma for a year, or <laughs> a chimpanzee. No, or a ninety-five-year-old woman who's who's fully aware and child. You have. I I'd say the child. What if it's a chim a three-year-old chimpanzee in a coma, <laughs> or an eighty-year-old woman in a cage? <laughs> Is she in the cage. She must have done something naughty. She was wild. She, oh no. She's like Nell. They found her in the woods and they're trying to assimilate her back into society. But this is a tough one. For me, the tougher choice is the four year old, the three year old chimpanzee that knows over a hundred sign language words or a, a vivacious 100 year old woman. Then I think I would save the woman. <laughs> like a sassy 100 year old i don't know i just don't know i don't know what do you think the right thing to do is i don't know we've been tuning your little moral muscle for quite a while I think the now. woman i think for sure the woman <clears throat> the woman i but- think you're gonna get a lot more shit from people if they're like you saved a chimpanzee and there was a woman in there yeah i mean they don't know the full story but <laughs> But you're you're saying the the not the coma woman the one hundred year old no the coma woman too oh you should save the coma woman what about uh, I'll deal with Peta later I don't know <laughs> because if it is a if it is a couple months that they've been in the coma I can see saving that person but if it is just like that's their quality of life now yeah and you probably don't have any kind of bond with the person in the coma where the chimpanzee might be like your brother mm-hmm. <laughs> I, what yeah. if it's Planet of the Apes style where the monkey can talk or the chimpanzee can then talk? I, it Definitely. probably will first talk when the fire uh, comes up and then you hear him go, Steve! And then it's the first time you've heard him talk. Like, oh my God. <laughs> wow, this monkey. Oh, not a monkey, sorry. But uh, what if he was like, Look, Olivia's in a coma in the next room. You need to save her first. Oh, if the monkey was willing to sacrifice himself, yeah. then I would definitely save the monkey. Because <laughs> I'd say you yeah. are the bravest man, and I'd also fall in love. I. <laughs> what's more close to us, a chimpanzee or a gorilla? Uh, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, maybe chimp. I, I don't know. Be- I, I just feel like they're so closely related to us that... It's not like a puppy or a cat. It is literally like another human being in a way. A gorilla, yeah. Or a chimpanzee. A chimpanzee, sure. Um, so you think a chimp has more humanity than a woman Hold on, this is what coma? it boils down to. <clears throat> Awareness. I'm going to save the thing in this situation that's more aware of life and all that's going and around. And the loss it. that it... That, uh, that's lost what... opportunities like if <laughs> yeah. i die i'm never gonna yeah. learn spanish sign language right. yeah yeah right. yeah i don't know i don't know it that's a really surprisingly tough one now if i may i want to kind of segue into a question i'd i've been wanting to ask um use as a big one but i don't think that it's yeah, appropriate ahead. for a, a full big one but i think this kind of leads well into it would you kick a horse to death to cure obesity? <laughs> <laughs> now you can wear steel-toed boots. K- 
kick a horse to death. Yeah. That would a take Clydesdale. like a week. Yeah. A Clydesdale. A Clydesdale. <laughs> that would you. It would kick you to death before you could. No, kick no it's, it's sedated. chained up, and no, it's not sedated. It's, it's chained. chained up, and you're wearing steel-toed boots. No, I would not. I would not. How about no. to cure cancer? Yes. Why not obesity? Because that's a manageable. <laughs> like that's something people should be able to be like. You can live with it. Obesity is something you can take care of with a New Year's resolution. <laughs> Cancer is like for the not most so part. Much, for yeah. the most, but part. what about to save someone's life that you don't know, a stranger's life, who's just going to drop dead if you don't kick the horse to death? First of all, we get it. You want us to kick a horse to death. You're trying <laughs> to find reasons for us. I don't think I could get, I don't think I could personally physically be able to do it. Not strength wise. I mean, go through the leg or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be, my body wouldn't allow me because cancer is such this not tangible thing in a way. It's like this. It's not like the person's dying right next to the horse. What if someone had a gun to your head and said you die or the horse that would be easier because it was something that was right there in front of me something that was imminent whereas like curing cancer is just this bigger thing where i can't quite grasp it where kicking a horse to death isn't for survival what if you had a week to train (laughs) a what (laughs) you had a week to prepare and to train (laughs) <laughs> like learn all the key spots to hurt a horse. Yeah, and to mentally prepare yourself. If I could hear, if I couldn't learn the key spots in a horse's anatomy, that would <laughs> maybe knock it out, and then uh, you know the fatal blow. If there was like a certain spot on the neck or something like that, that might be a little easier. They're huge. You wouldn't be able to kick anything <laughs> other than its legs. Steel no, no, boots. it's on its side, possibly chained. Why horses don't land? I can do a high kick too. (laughs) Right up to the. What if it was a miniature pony? Yeah, I could do that to cure cancer. Yes, I could do that. Yeah, I could do it to a mini. I I mean, in theory, I would, but I actually think I would have like a a panic attack and not be able to do it. It's just something that big and that massive. You can feel everything that you're doing to that thing. It's like, and it takes a long time. And and it's looking at you like, why the the fuck are you doing this to me? I know that's what's horrible. Could you do it to cure cancer? Would you kick a horse to death to cure cancer? Yeah, <laughs> cancer's the fucking worst. Yeah, no, I might do sure. it. I, but it's it is interesting that people say no to obesity because that kills a lot of people too. Would you break a baby's a little like infant's arm to do away with global warming? Okay, one yes. time I did accidentally. <laughs> What I accidentally I was with um, I was a, like nine or ten I I actually forget the details are really fuzzy this isn't as bad as it sounds like <laughs> my a friend of mine I was with a friend and we were playing with this little girl we were at like some party and we kept she wanted to keep being swung up uh-huh. we were each holding one of her arms and we were <laughs> swinging her and she kept saying more more do it more mm. and then later we found out that we had dislocated her arm. <laughs> Well, she was asking for it. Yeah. And no one to say no. Yeah, we were young as well, but I don't all the details are really fuzzy, so if anyone can flush that out for me a little bit more. How about this, Steve? Would you kick a 7-year-old woman who is in a coma? A 7-year-old woman. 70, okay. In a coma, would you kick her to death to cure cancer? Oh jeez. In a lot of ways that'd be easier than a Clydesdale. Yeah. It would definitely be easier. I would. <laughs> How long has she been in the coma? Is it like a year thing? Too? It's a year. So she's most likely going to die anyway. You don't, she's, know. you don't know. The doctors aren't sure. They've never seen anything like those it before. Are fucking horrible doctors. <laughs> yeah, I'd kill her. <laughs> I would, do, I would kill her anyway. I, could. I, I think I, I think I'd kill her too. If, if the horse, yeah, and if I could get the horse as well if it were sedated and in a coma, that's no problem. In a coma, <laughs> it's just a live Clydesdale. Do horses go into comas? I bet they would. They would. They would. <laughs> if they had <laughs> if they, the choice, if they could, they would. Uh, it's a lot to take in, but overall, I think Marie and I would save the monkey or the chimp over the woman in a coma steve you're just gonna grab the woman and then the puppy we're gonna save 
I'm going to save the woman over the puppy. I'm going to save the woman. And then uh, the other scenarios, I think it's um, kind of up for grabs. Something maybe we'll think about. It's pretty interesting, though, huh, Steve? Yeah. It's also... It's also safe because it's all hypothetical. But in my- I would love it if you could somehow make all these things come to fruition. Like a nightmare. I think it's nice to talk about because if you are in that situation and you go, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm actually in a house that's burning down and there's a chimp and a woman in a coma. You'll be a step ahead of it, and you might be able to save both at I've that all, point. Yeah, I've already gone through this. Yes. I know what to do immediately. <laughs> yeah, it would be funny though if you were doing this podcast as a setup for a huge punk on all the guests, mm. where it's like mm-hmm. five years from now, all of a sudden I'm going to be walking down the street and the yeah. house is going to be on fire, and you guys have set this whole yeah. thing up. Yeah, I'm gonna. In, you must go in there, my chimpanzee, my chimpanzee, and my mother. <laughs> I'm going to dress up like a wizard and I'm going to say, I can cure cancer, yeah. but you have to kick this Clydesdale to death wearing these steel-toed <laughs> But that's wrong because you are you can't cure cancer because <laughs> no, you're the, the wizard. He, I let him decide. And then the minute you go to kick the horse, I go, stop. And I take <laughs> off You're like beard. Jesus. Yeah, it's Abraham like Abraham and yeah. Isaac. Yeah, and yeah. I reveal yeah. myself and I say, I just, well, now you know. I can't no, believe you're about you... to kick a horse to death, Steve. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's the right thing to do. However, as we know, these moral issues are super ambiguous. So you just uh, it all comes down to what's more important, the curing of cancer or one Clydesdale horse. Yeah. And that's in theory. But (laughs) as you know, and this is why people are nice serial killers are treat their wives well and they go off and murder a bunch of other mm-hmm. women it's like what's in your face and is close to you is what you care about mm-hmm. and things what that if, are what know. if actual uh, actual god came to you one night uh-huh like appeared like you saw him appear and he was like i am god there is mm-hmm. a god yeah. i created all this i created you i am the god and you believed him okay but then he did the abraham isaac thing where he was like I want you to go into the living room and kill Matt. Mm, no. I would think I was having a schizophrenic. Oh, well, break. I'd say no. I know how this is going to go. Best case scenario. You're going to stop me. And also, I have a few other bones to pick with you, to be honest. Let's cancer, hear for one. Yeah. Well, you, why? What's with all the cancer, guys? There's a lot of stuff that you're, you seem to be responsible for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would not. No, no, no. I would not listen to to God. Because when God's telling you, when God's telling you to do shit that's like criminal. Testing you. I know, but it's also like, a that's trick. when I. That's uncool to test people. I think it's super I uncool. I step back and I go like, but if that's not God, I'm going to be in like hot water when when i wake up from from this because i'm gonna go to jail yeah, yeah. but i can what? plead i can plead but if god's like but there's this afterlife and you'll go to heaven but i would say I you know what i'm gonna myself. say no to you and then later i'm gonna ask for your forgiveness and it, we're all yeah. gonna be good and you have to say yes you have to because that's how it works. yeah would you believe would you do it if god if, no, i don't, don't trust so. my mind to, yeah. to think that that yeah i've done hallucinogenics i'd not be sure i wasn't tripping it's always good to say give me a week i'm gonna go think about it let me talk to some people yes yes and honestly if god's like making you on the spot do that right there he's being a dick totally and you know what there's other gods that i can go to if you're gonna be like this i also think with the horse situation i would say give me a week to think about it i'm gonna set up a little panel discussion of like my smartest friends we're all gonna decide together a think tank a think tank and then all i know i'm the one who has to do it but with the support of my family and friends i think i could do it if everyone Mm. was like amanda this is the right thing to do you can do this because you don't want to kick a horse to death and then come back in the living room and people go amanda why are you so bloody and you go well i kicked a horse to death to cure cancer and then it's you kicked a horse to death well but also the thing is what if you couldn't tell anyone oh that's a good one yeah because that would change things if you can't tell anyone you just have this deep dark sick secret and also no one knows that you're yeah like a week later everyone's like did you guys hear cancer was cured you couldn't say you're welcome yeah yeah they still everyone's happy they're like cancer's cured but also amanda fucking kicked a horse to death last week yeah i know and you can't tell people that it's related i just wonder what the scenario is where you have to kick a horse to death with your cancer like how i'm just none. trying to connect the dots of like what could that 
How could that even? It's, it's Satan. <laughs> Satan. It's Satan. 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 It's Jigsaw. It's <laughs> Jigsaw oh, from yeah. Let's yeah. Play Regard. Yes. yes, that's true. Wow. Well, this is interesting. Should we go to our little big one? Yeah, we should. I love that discussion, though, that the chimp one is. You feel good about that discussion, Steve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, shouldn't we thank Nate? It was his name, Nate. Nate. Thank you, Nate. That N- was Thanks, Nate. Send in more, Nate. Dear Maria and Amanda. Dear big ones, I'm sure is what they meant. <laughs> My fiance and I love the show and everything you both do. Well, they haven't seen it at all. <laughs> uh, no, that, thank you. That's nice. I would like to submit to you the following etiquette dilemma. I have a coworker who has a broken leg. While I do not think that it would be polite to ask bluntly what happened, it seems impolite, if not problematic, to ignore her broken leg. Mm. Would you be able to suggest a way to acknowledge my coworker's injury in a non-intrusive manner? Thank you both so much for taking the time to read my question, and please keep up the good work. Happy New Year. Best, Pete. Wow. I would not even ask. No, I've been ask? in that situation. I have honestly been in a situation where I thought someone had like a broken arm and like just totally innocently was like, Hey, what happened? And it turned out it wasn't a broken arm. It was like a disfiguring like ailment. And I was so fucking embarrassed. See, I have, mm. I think when anyone has anything outwardly <laughs> off to them, whether it's like self, self done like a tattoo or if it's a um handicap of some sort or if it's just you broke your leg it is people people are curious people they they they're they want to stare because they want to understand i think it's doing a great disservice to keep and i get like you need your personal space and stuff but in like a workplace to just to get it out in the open hey guys I broke my leg during the weekend doing this, blah, blah, blah. So you think they should send out a memo? I think, yes. Or you know what I hate when someone has like a tattoo and you're like, oh, what does that mean? And they go, oh, it's kind of personal. It's like, well, then don't put it on your arm because then I w- what do you do? You're doing? asking for attention you're with a asking t- tattoo. Attention. I agree. And, you know, in the, in, I, you know, if I had a, a child that was handicapped in some way or something, I would be very, inst- I, I would be very vocal about it and tell the kid to be like, you know, kids are going to stare at you. They're going to, but just be aware that, you know, that's because you're different from them and that's okay, but don't try to hide it or don't be ashamed of it. Just be out. Well, yeah, yeah, I think the boss at the office should, when the woman, before the woman comes back, is like, okay, everyone, just so you know, yeah. Amanda's coming in next week and she has a broken foot. Mm-hmm. She kicked a horse to death. <laughs> But yeah. it's broken, so don't ask her about it. Well, I think she's really upset. People with the ailment, like I know for me, I, I'm not the type of person who's gonna like want to retell the story a million times, yeah. and also not want to like like I might wait until someone asks because I don't want to assume that you care why I broke my arm. Like, right. um, so I think a, a great way to navigate it. And I also think it's rude not to comment. So I think this guy's impulse is right. There's cer- you certainly have no obligation to comment. However, I think it's really nice to say, "Hey, I noticed you're in a cast. I, I hope you're." <laughs> feeling okay <laughs> you don't have to yeah, have a body yes. i hope that you um i don't think you need to say what happened i think you can comment on it in a concerned way and then that opens the door for them to tell you the story or not i think that as the person that broke the leg when it's something uh not long term when it's something and you come into work for the first time you either send out a memo or you pin a little sheet of paper <laughs> maybe it's got some pictures on it the something nice board. And you just say, hey, guys, this is what happened to me. This is uh, blah, blah, blah. Just a little story like a menu, like a menu from the 50s that you go and you read it. And it says this restaurant was started in 1953 by the Corson brothers. It's like last weekend I tripped over my dog and I broke my ankle. It's not serious. I'm going to have to go in for some rehab therapy, but it's going to be all good and done in the next, you know, two months. And if you guys see me kind of struggling, I'd love your help. Okay, but what if this is from Pete's perspective? So he's asking, what should he do? Tell her to do, tell him or her to write up that memo. No, I don't think so. If it's a broken leg, I think it's fine to... Ignore it? I think it's obvious that it's a broken leg with a cast on it. I think it's fine to say, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you need to ask what happened. I think you... You can just say like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry that you you're injured." Yeah. Um, 
you know, let me know if there's any way I can assist you. Or you come at them with a version of a story that you pretend you heard. Like, uh, I'm so sorry you got in that knife fight. And then they go, knife fight? Yeah, isn't that how that happened to your leg? And they go, no, I was in a gunfight. What if someone has a bandaid? Clark told me you were in a knife fight. <laughs> what if someone comes up to you and they have a bandaid on their forehead? Oh, I just went through a drive-thru at Starbucks and the girl that handed me my drink in the drive-thru had a Band-Aid on her forehead. No joke. This was like two hours ago. On her forehead. You don't... That is small enough. You don't ask. The thing with a broken leg is that it's... You're asking everyone else in the workplace to be aware of that and to help you out in some way, even not vocally, just, you know, you trying to open a door with your crutches. It's Mm. like people have to be aware of you when you've got that ailment. A bandaid on your face is just unfortunate and no one one has to open a door for you. an arm wrapped in like a soft sling, like a soft ace bandage? Do you comment on that? You do? Nothing where it could be. God bless you. Bless you. Like with a band-aid on the forehead, it could be like, I have skin cancer. It could be yeah. kind of, or if, you know, someone comes into work and they've got one of those metal braces over their nose mm, with the tape and their yeah. eyes are bruised and you don't know if it's plastic surgery or if they fell and so broke their nose. So what do you nose. do? Would you comment? Nope. I wouldn't comment. I think uh, in Pete's, in Pete's case, he can just do what's comfortable for him and actually how his coworker reacts to that kind of stuff. I mean, he knows his coworker better than us. And if it's a dramatic coworker that likes to talk about that kind of stuff, that's one thing. Or if it's a private person, then maybe don't bring it up. But I think in general, people just have to be more open with outward ailments. I don't know, though, because <laughs> I, I was I listened to this other podcast and they, they kind of addressed um, when it's okay to comment on... Um, people's appearances and they said it's only okay to comment when it's like a deliberate choice someone made so like if it's like earrings or a new lipstick or something but if it's someone like you've lost weight you've gained weight like your hair but looks that's different. a deliberate choice those are all deliberate choices not always that could be cancer if they lost weight. <laughs> yeah are you gaining weight i mean Oh, but I'm not talking, but I'm not talking weight. I'm talking. But an injury is not a deliberate choice. This is not as someone has not chosen to wear a brightly colored scarf to work that they want (laughs) people to comment on. I mean, someone has been through something traumatic and I think it's privately in front to send an email or to privately. But it distracts everyone else. So unless you put that, you're, you're creating, you're, you're creating more tension where there doesn't have to be any. You're creating people making up stories gossip all that stuff where you could just go hey this is the deal i'm not going to say anything more about it blah 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 what if someone comes in with a shaved head Mm. i don't say anything yeah you don't say anything to that how is that different though than a cast because it's not well i mean i guess it maybe isn't i guess it maybe isn't then you go because then yeah because then people go why'd you shave your head but is that polite no it's not polite but it's not it could be chemo yeah And then that's their private business. I just think you don't... It's certainly not your obligation to say anything if she's not saying anything. Right. So you don't have to. If if you have an instinct that you you want to say something and you think it's the right thing to do, then say, I noticed this. You don't need to tell me what happened, but I'm... Just so you know, I'm here. For a broken leg? Oh, I mean, You're going to be carrying a lot of things to the elevator if mm-hmm. you say, I'm here for you. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. say, I noticed you broke your leg. Pause. Yeah. I don't know. I just think I just think people need to not be so secretive and and in, especially in work. I'm not talking about just going to a coffee shop and someone at the coffee shop is like, "What's that for?" It's like when you're working with people every day and something changes about you in some way, instead of letting that linger and having people be taken away from their work because they're thinking, "What's going on here?" Just could you just for like two minutes just kind of break it down? No, I totally agree. And I hate when people are secretive about stuff. I hate it. So I agree with that. But I don't think it's, you know, not everyone's like that. I guess. But if anything changes with me, I mean, even anything, like I warn people beforehand or I'll be very aware of, like, I understand that what I'm wearing is offensive to you. Have you ever asked someone, like, if they're pregnant? Ooh. Or said like congrats and they're not pregnant. No. I, I've never done that, but I've witnessed it. It's one of the worst things I've ever witnessed. No, well, the, yeah, that's 
But if you're in an office building and you're working with people and your belly's getting bigger. No. You don't say I'm pregnant to any of your coworkers. You just let them all think to themselves, is she getting fat or is she pregnant? Well, certainly if you're not pregnant, it's odd to go around. You can just wait nine months to find (laughs) out. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to be quiet for nine months. There is a very, it's a very, uh, when you're pregnant, it's a certain kind of fat. No, no, no. I've seen people who had issues in their stomachs that made it look like they were nine months pregnant. I worked with one of them, and it was it was an odd situation. And then she should have pretended like she was pregnant. <laughs> she was an older woman. Like a year later. Whatever happened to that baby? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's still in here. Yeah. Yeah. But people would assume she was pregnant just never assume never assume but but you can't fault someone for thinking that if it looks like a certain i know but you can fault them for speaking that's true Mm -hmm. anyway i mean okay we gotta wrap this up but man we hit on a lot of big ones today yeah yeah so steve you've got some things in the uh in the world do you want to talk about them children no thanks. oh yeah i have a podcast that you can all listen to called we're no doctors it's great i love it i listen i listen every week thank you don't you have another podcast too i have one called uh i have not done it in forever because it's not i don't get have the listenership that the one i do with busy does so kind of tapering out you're chasing chasing the rainbow yeah i want to focus anything else you want to plug no, we get about you can uh, uh, five thousand listeners. Do so. we? That's yeah. good. That you is can good. Uh, find me on social media, pr- mostly Instagram at uh, Steve Ag. Because you just deleted your Twitter. I deleted it from my phone. But you're mm. still okay, so you can check it on. It's there. I tweeted yeah. something on New Year's Day, which I kind of want to make it be my only tweet of the year. <laughs> what was? We'll it? see how that. I tweeted, I just installed my new bidet and used it. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. This might be my only tweet of the year. Oh, wow. And then you'll come that back cool. on January 1st, 2019. And, and so things didn't go so well with the bidet. Yeah. Broke. <laughs> my butt's a mess. Well, I will say, I feel like I got a lot of that wild energy out during this podcast. And now I feel exhausted again and subdued. <laughs> Docile. Docile. Oh, it's called We're No Doctors, by the way, is the mm. podcast. And it's great. It's really fun. Uh, you can find us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter, and you can email us at the Big Ones Podcast at Gmail. And we'd love, like Nathan sent us, or Nate, I don't know what his name was. Nate. Nate? Oh, yeah. He also had a PS on here. Oh. Or was he that Pete was the guy that did? Yeah. Oh, Pete was this guy. Yeah. Pete says in um, the episode 10 of Ghost Girls, Will You Scary Me? Was that really you playing the piano flute, Maria? The one that you used to play the meatball song? Yeah. Uh, These are all on Vimeo, by the way, a web series Maria and I did many years ago. uh, Girls with a GH. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to (laughs) The The Big Ones. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.